Hi, welcome to the Haven Youth Church Podcast. We want to thank you for tuning in today. We hope this message encourages you and empowers you to be all God created you to be. We love you. Welcome to the family. So let's get in this. John chapter 14. If you love me, say if you love me, you will keep my commandments. probably enough to go home on right there. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Jesus is saying, look, here's the test of whether or not you and me are, are, are together. If you and me are together, you're going to keep my commandments, right? And so not because, not because you're just a, a good rule keeper, but because you love me, the love that you have for me will push you to honor me with your life. The love that I have for my wife pushes me to honor her with my wife. When I'm all by myself, when I'm around my homies, when I'm out in Michigan with no service, self-service hunting, or when I'm in the same space as her, my love for her causes me to honor her. I promise you it wasn't the document that we signed uh, from the state right? Uh, the marriage certificate, not it, right? I don't even know where our marriage certificate is. Uh, and so, but it is the love that I have for her and the love that she has for me that causes me to honor her. And I will ask the father and he will give you another helper. Say, thank God. Jesus is talking to his disciples. They are, they are at their wits end. Why? Because he's already announced, I'm getting ready to go to heaven. Y'all, you all are going to be without me, but don't fear. Because I'm going to send you a helper, right? And he said, and they're like, they're, they're in their minds like, how in this world are we going to keep your commandments? We've struggled all this time long enough with you here. And he says, I'll tell you how you're going to keep my commandments. I'm going to send you a helper. Thanks be to God. We translated that as the paraclete or the paracletes, the helper, right? Which is properly translated from the, from the Latin as the strength. He has promised you and I the strength of the Holy Spirit. Amen. To be with you forever. Say forever. Okay, so the Holy Spirit is not just going to come on you uh, for a moment or for an activity or or for a a job like the Holy Spirit did in the Old Testament, right? But this Holy Spirit, the the promised one, is going to come on you and remain, okay? And he says, to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth. Say Spirit of truth. This is Jesus giving. a name at this time there the person that you followed the person that was your rabbi your teacher was referred to as a father right and when that that rabbi would die you were considered an orphan no one to strengthen you no one to teach you no one to guide you and he says no 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 it won't be for you you will not be orphans why because the holy spirit will be with you not just me but me in spirit through the holy spirit amen if you are uh struggling with the doctrine of the trinity just focus in John. Just read, just read John. John 14, 15, and 16 is, uh, is, is enough for me. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be with you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you yet a little while, and the world will see me no more. But you'll see me because I live. I, I, I live. You also will live. In that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. Perfect picture of the Trinity. Whoever has my commandments and keeps them, 
He it is who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. I know it's spooky season. I know it's hot fest, right? I know that the 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 the, the most of our weekends are are are, are been being spent uh, seeking out thrills and and uh, and haunts, right? And so we're going to talk to you tonight, not about a spirit that wants to scare you, not a spirit that wants to bring you fear, not a spirit that wants to bring you confusion, but tonight we want to speak on the spirit of truth. Write that down somewhere in your 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 notes. The spirit of truth. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for your manifest presence that's already been in this house, Lord. What we've what we've tangibly felt, God, we cherish those moments. We honor these special times when we gather together in concert. Lord, we don't take them lightly, and we recognize tonight that the spirit of truth, the revealer of truth, is in this house. And Lord, as Jessica was exhorting, we pray that you, the revealer of truth, will be here and cause your reality to Come alive in a brand new way in our hearts tonight, Lord. And we give you the glory and the honor. Amen. Amen. And so we uh, we have, we, we went on a D.C. trip last year, uh, first time since COVID, and it was a good time. And we got back and all the students are getting their baggage and their luggage from underneath the bus, right? And so, um, you know, I don't have, a, I don't have my experience with, with airport carousels. The baggage claim it's not been a pleasant one. Uh, Kyle can testify. Uh, this summer, we, we, I landed, and he and David were waiting for a long time for me as I waited for the carousel for my baggages. And so, so the, the, this carousel is kind of a thing that you have to, you know, it's easy to grab the wrong bag. Anybody ever grab the wrong bag off the carousel? Typically, what do you do when you grab the wrong bag off the carousel? You put it back, right? You put the thing back on there once you realize it's, it's, it's not yours. And so we, are, we don't have a carousel under the bus, these coach buses, but we have people just pulling them out, right? And so one young lady grabbed a bag. Turns out it wasn't hers, right? She left with it, and we had another a dad and a mom uh, who were very upset about it. And they were convinced that this bag was taken on purpose, okay? And they're ready to call the police over a bag. And we were afraid. They're like, we want their address. We're going to their house. I'm like, oh, actually, we're not going to do that. We're not going to actually tell you uh, who has the bag even. Uh, we're going to wait right here with you. So we had to like wait a lot of extra time uh, till this family, we could get a hold of this family who we thought might have had it. Uh, and until they showed up, this dad was ready to fight. Right? Like, like he was, I don't know. And so he was like this, this anger and ready to throw down. I want to know who it is. I want to know, like he was demanding to know. And so we didn't leave the principal there. It was like several of us, uh, of us, uh, the men that were on the trip were, were staying with him just because we didn't know how unpredictable the situation was going to be, right? And so I, don't know, I just say that to say, man, you know, sometimes when we talk about, when we talk about um, truth, you know, in, in this analogy, I want you to see, see truth as it were a, as if it's, it's, as if it's uh, baggage being spit up on the carousel and it's coming around and you have to identify what is yours and what is true to you and you have to grab that bag because if you don't, what happens? You're going to be stuck with the baggage of someone else 
and you will spend the better part. You'll you'll spend, uh, you know, well, hopefully you wouldn't do this, but figuratively, you'll spend your life wearing the wrong garments because you grabbed a bag that did not belong to you. Right. But this dad was so angry. He wasn't going to allow it to happen. He said, no, no, no. We are going to get my daughter's stuff. I've got a bag here, but it's not my daughter's. I want my daughter's clothing. (laughs) I would to God tonight that we would get so hungry for truth. Not the world's truth. Not not culture's truth. But for the truth of God's word. And the truth that only can be known by revelation from the Holy Spirit. That we would have a holy indignation. I will not take home with me a truth that comes from another. I refuse to put on the garment of depression. The garment of deception. The garment of of mistaken identity. I want the garments of righteousness. I want the garments that were purchased for me at Calvary. I want to put on healing. I want to put on hope. I want to put on restoration. I want to put on revival. I want to put on healing. I want to put on newness of life. I want to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. And so this is what the what Jesus is promising these disciples is the spirit of truth. The spirit of truth that if we ever needed the spirit of truth to come alongside us and to be our strength, man, isn't it today? When sociologists are telling us that we live in a, a, uh, a postmodern age, which is defined as an era that, where truth doesn't exist any longer. Like that's what they would tell us, that truth isn't a thing, not absolute truth. Like, truth is subjective, and you can own your own truth, right? And so we see all these campaigns right now about people talking about my truth. Have you seen that? We'll share your truth, right? What is your truth? What's my truth? Because your truth and my truth might be two different things, right? And so this is the, this is the uh, agenda of the spirit of the age, right, is you can have your own truth. Truth exists with within you, and it's subjective to you, and to your feelings, and to your emotions, right, and to whatever you're looking at, and whatever's speaking into your ear, but we don't believe that spirit, that truth is subjective, we believe that truth is objective, and we believe that truth is found in the word of God, and let heaven and earth pass away, but my word will endure for all time, and so we can count on the spirit of truth, the spirit of truth that doesn't change, the spirit of truth that doesn't waver, that that, that isn't that that doesn't that doesn't bend with the with the what's what's popular or what's trending or, or, or what the latest fad is, but it's a truth that you can count on. Talking about the Word of God, and so, but understand that we're not just talking about the Word of God because that a lot of people can read this book and not understand this book. There are a lot of theologians that are atheists. Right? Because there's another truth. It's the helper. It's the paraclete. It's the spirit of truth that when you mix this truth, the truth of his word, with the spirit of truth that comes along beside you and you realize that you are dead to sin and alive unto God, that you no longer have to yield to the bondage of addiction, that you no longer have to yield to your emotions. You no longer have to yield to your thoughts that have dominated your, your, the meditation of your mind. But there's a greater truth and that's what the Holy Spirit wants to do for you. Wants to come alongside you. 
And once we begin to identify every wrong baggage that you've picked up, once to identify if you allow him every wrong garment that you've been wearing, is come to announce that there's a greater truth for you. There's a truth that no man can deny. There's a truth that no, no doctor, no scientist, no neurologist that can deny. And we're talking about the spirit of truth. We need the spirit of truth in this late hour. A generation, a generation that's told that their gender can be determined by their own own desires and their own moments and it might be one thing today and another thing tomorrow oh there's a greater truth oh a generation has been fed lies about who they are about their identity about their sexuality about their future about their past oh about what the the, the, the shame and the harm that's come their way there's a greater truth amen and so Tonight, we introduce to you the spirit of truth. Amen. A spirit of truth. The spirit that Jesus promises will enable us to keep his commandments. You better know that you can't keep them on your own. There's not enough church that can help you. There's not enough there's not enough Bible reading that will enable you by itself. There's not enough worship music. We must have the spirit of truth. Amen. Amen. And so and so we 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 understand that there are some people that would say that that when we talk about truth and what is what is truth, some people that would rely on on the science of the thing, and some a phrase that we use is something that could be considered a scientific fact, something that was thought, something that's perceived, maybe a hypothesis, uh, and, and then that's proven through testing, right? A fact, right? But the spirit of truth that we're talking about tonight is greater than even fact. It's greater than even fact. And that may sound like pretty ridiculous to you. And you may be like, why, why is he talking? Is, this, uh, is he going to bring out the Kool-Aid tonight? And we're going to sip on that. We're talking about a spirit of truth that is greater than fact. And when the doctor comes in, and says that when the doctor comes in and says that uh, you're going to be you're going to to be subject to these allergies, and there were a lot of them your whole life, and that was a reality, and it was the fact of the matter. But the fact is actually subject to the truth, the spirit of truth that says, "By His stripes, I am." healed and so and so for a long time the fact seemed to prevail but it wasn't very long before the truth of the matter caught up with the fact of the matter and Isaac began to walk in wholeness one night after after a long service at youth camp starts eating what he shouldn't be able to eat starts drinking I don't even know how you had the thought to do it except the Holy Spirit must have prompted him and told him he was healed and whole and so he couldn't even speak in English he wrote on a piece of paper I need Mountain Dew and whatever else to 
eat because he hadn't eaten in hours. And ever since then, he's been walking in healing and wholeness, allergy-free. Why? Because the spirit of truth is greater than the fact of the matter. The fact of the matter, you're a sinner. The fact of the matter, you don't deserve grace. The fact of the matter, you, you, you in and of yourself, me in and of myself, we're awful. And maybe you don't know that because you see me from a distance. But get close enough and you'll see the flaws that I walk in. Get close enough to the person beside you and you'll know, oh, they're a wretched soul. Oh, but the truth of the matter is, the blood of Christ Jesus makes me righteous. Oh, there's a greater truth tonight. A greater truth than the fact of the matter. Oh, there's a spirit of truth that is in this house. Oh, you may have been abandoned. Oh, by mom and dad. You may have been talked down on about everybody that loves you. Oh, they may try to convince you you're not going anywhere quickly. Oh, but there's a greater truth. There's a greater truth that the word of God is speaking over you. What to God? You take off that garment. Put that baggage back on the carousel and pick up the truth of God's word. Hallelujah. You're the righteousness of God. The apple of his eye. Oh my God. He's prepared. Oh, he's gone before you to make the crooked places straight. Oh, bring down the high mountains. Why? Because he loves you. He's called you and he's purposed you. Hallelujah. But you got to be determined that you're going to walk in truth. Because in this age, just about every bag on that carousel is contrary to the spirit of truth. Well, how am I going to know? Well, scripture says the spirit of truth will lead you. Thanks be to God, that means that I don't have to tell you everything that's right and wrong. Kyle doesn't have to break down to you everything that's right and wrong. Why? Because the spirit of truth will lead you. Did you know that? The spirit of truth will guide you into all truth. Hallelujah. I can walk according to the principles of God and his word. I can love him like I want to love him. Why? Because of the spirit of truth and the empowerment of the Holy Ghost. Spirit of truth is greater than your emotions and your feelings. Because there are some people that would tell you that your emotions and feelings are actually fact, and they're greater than facts. And life should be determined by and dictated by your, your life experience. This is what I keep hearing from all kinds of Christians. Well, I know what the Word of God says, but my experience says this. I don't care what your experience. The word outdates, predates your experience. The word predates your emotions. The word predates your feelings. And the word don't look now is everlasting. The one thing that'll endure is the word of God. It was here before you and it'll be here long after you. The word of God and the spirit of truth are greater than your feelings and your emotions. And this is a struggle for us. I don't feel like worshiping Jesus. It's not my favorite song. I don't even know if the words are doctrinally correct. Oh, well, if there, was, if there was a little less, if Jake wasn't so radical on the strings, I could probably worship the Lord. And where did this drummer come from? He's so loud. If we could have a double plexiglass on there. Maybe I could worship the Lord. It's been a long day today. You want me to come in here and give the Lord praise? It's called a sacrifice of praise. 
that's greater than your feelings and your emotions because he's greater than your feelings and your emotions. And the spirit of truth says that he's to be exalted at all times, not just when I feel like it, not just when everything's going my way, not just when life is full of, uh, of tulips and roses, right? Oh, but, but, but I'll bless the Lord at all times and his praise will continually be in my mouth, especially when I don't feel like it because that's when I need my feelings and emotions to catch up to my spirit man the most. When I don't feel like doing this, oh, I gotta press on, I gotta push in, and I say, I will not be a slave to my feelings. I won't be a slave to my emotions. Oh, I'm, I'm cru crucified with Christ, and I am resurrected in the Holy Ghost power. I don't have to kneel and yield to my feelings and emotions. And thanks, thanks be to God, that's the case. Otherwise, I would have done probably kicked each one of you in the trachea. Most of you, anyway. You probably, we probably would have thrown down already. And after last week, y'all don't know it, but my goodness, I guarantee you the entire leadership team would have would have uh, taken, uh, RKO'd me. My goodness, it was a, a hot mess because of me, right? And so, yes, amen. Uh, uh, grace upon grace. <laughs> tough crowd, tough crowd. Right? And so, so it's a good thing that I don't have to, I don't have to yield to my emotions all the time. I don't have to yield to my desires all the time right? It's a lie. It's a lie from the pits of hell. Oh, well, I feel like I'm attracted to this, or I feel like I'm attracted to that, or I feel like I'm an animal today. Like what? I don't even know where to go. Like we, we literally have, we literally have moms and dads that are, I don't even know that it, they've got the, the litter boxes in their houses for their children, right? Because this furry thing is a real thing, right? Like people literally believe that that because they feel like a dog today or a cat tomorrow, and somebody has told them it was true. They found a group somewhere, a clique somewhere that has fired right back to that thought, that emotion, and they said, "Yep, you're right. Your feeling is is true. Your feelings are the real you. Your feelings aren't the real you. Your feelings aren't the real you." Hallelujah. Scripture says that my heart, when it fails, the Holy Spirit will come. Why? Because my heart is fleeting. My emotions are fleeting. I must have the spirit of truth. Oh, to testify to what he said about me. And Jesus says that there's, there's a spirit of truth that's coming to be your guide. And he's going to testify of me. Why? What is he saying that? He's saying, because anything the Holy Spirit says to you won't contradict what I've said to you. Won't contradict what, what the word has said to you. And so I don't have to worry about, about the confusion. I don't have to worry about any contradiction when it comes to the Holy Spirit and his word. And what he said about me. I can trust it. I can take it to the bank. He's not left me alone. I'm not an orphan. He's still with me as an instructor, as a guide, as a teacher. Amen. And so, so there's good news tonight. The Spirit of Truth is in the house. And He's accessible to you. Did you hear me? He's accessible to you. And He wants to come near to where you are. He doesn't, he's not satisfied with us talking about Him. You're talking, talking good about him even, right? He wants to be with you. He wants to come alongside you. He wants to be your strength. He wants to partner with you. He wants to, he wants to go to school with you in the morning. He wants to go to work with you in the morning. He wants to go, he wants to, he wants to do the thing that you don't want, the thing that you're you're dreading in the morning, the test that you don't want to take, right? The 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 coworker that you don't want to don't want to work with tomorrow. The spirit of truth says that the Lord loves him, and probably the Lord has planted him, planted him right beside you so that you might be light to dark. 
darkness. Amen. The spirit of truth happens to know what he's doing, even when I don't feel it, even when it doesn't seem right. Even when I'm taking my, my Isaac up the proverbial mountain, it doesn't make any sense. But oh, I know that the Lord Jesus Christ is working on my behalf. Even when the following after the truth of God has got me in the, in the dungeon or in the prison, he's already got provision for me. Why? Because the spirit of truth knows what he's doing. And I can rely on the spirit of truth. He's not going to waver. He's not going to turn sideways. He's not going to talk weird, talk, talk side. He's not going to, what do they, what do they say? He's a, uh, he's not going to switch up in the language of the kids. He's not going to switch up on me. I can rely on him. You can rely on him. Stand to your feet right now. What is it? What is it in your life and in your heart that you've picked up off the carousel? And maybe you didn't just pick it up off the carousel as a thought. That's usually how it starts, is some sort of deceptive thought. But it doesn't start with, stop with a thought. It's going to go full on into a, a, a straight lie. The enemy comes on page one. And he says, what is it? Did he really say not to eat of the, of the tree? And it's going to advance to, actually, he didn't say. Right? So it goes from deception to a lie. I don't know where you're at with the, with the proverbial baggage, with the, 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 the proverbial bag that you've picked up, the thought that you've picked up off the carousel. Oh, but I need you to look again. And I need you to allow Holy Spirit, the comforter, to come along beside you. Oh, and I need you to understand, is it of the, the spirit of truth or is it of the spirit of this age? And if it's of the spirit of the age, put it back. Well, how do I know? Is it consistent with his word? Is it consistent with the Holy Spirit? Does your spirit bear witness with it? Oh, if it's depression, I can assure you, honey. Oh, you can put it back up on the shelf. Oh, yeah. If it's concern about your future. Oh, if there's anxiety about your tomorrow, pick it up and put it back on the carousel, sweet. Oh, my God. If it's shame from your past, oh, that's not. He bore your shame. He was a curse for you. You can know. You can pick that up and put it back on the carousel. There's a greater. There's a greater bag for you. There's a greater garment for you tonight. To the unbeliever and the believer, pick up the right bag. Pick up the spirit of truth. Hallelujah. You can live this life. You can love Jesus and you can love him with all of your heart, with all of your strength and with all of your mind. Oh, he can be your all in all. Oh, my God. Oh, he can reveal himself tonight. You may have heard it a thousand times, but there can come such revelation to your heart tonight that in a moment, everything is changed for you. I can take you to the moment where revelation came like I never knew how much he loved me. I can take you to the spot on Southern Ohio Youth Camp campgrounds where the Holy Spirit, not in the service, and the Holy Spirit came uh, right behind that cafeteria. And for the first time, I'm like, God, your love is actually for me. It's for me. And from that moment before I ever made it to the altar, I already knew for the rest of my life, I've not turned back since prior to that. It was up and down. It was in and out. Oh, but I knew why. The spirit of truth came. The spirit of truth came. I can take you to my bedroom on 7474 Diane Drive when we used to live there, when I was struggling, when I was struggling with, with purity in my in my in my walk. And, and when 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 the, the word of God came alive to me that I was dead to sin. Oh my goodness, that I wasn't a slave. I wasn't a slave any longer. Oh, but I was alive unto God. Oh, it became real. I'd read it a thousand times. I read it a thousand times over again. But in that moment, the spirit of truth came into that bedroom and I was free. I was free. I was free. Oh, you can be free tonight. 
And it doesn't have to be some evil, dark spirit. It can be doubt. It can be unbelief about your future. It can be unbelief and struggling to believe for your, your, your lost ones, your, your brother that's out, your mom, your dad that's out. After some time, the enemy begins to cause us to question whether or not the Lord is ever going to come through. The enemy is a liar. The enemy is a liar. And the revelation can come to you, hallelujah, that he's working even now on your behalf. Oh, that he looks to seek and to save those that are lost. And he's not overlooked your love, lost loved ones, hallelujah. I don't know where you're at. I don't know what, what you've picked up that is contrary to God's word about your life. But I know that tonight is a good night to put it back, to put, put it back on the carousel and take what God has for you. Hallelujah. Won't you bow your heads really quickly? I want to ask this question. Thanks for listening. If this message blessed you in any way, please consider subscribing and sharing this podcast with someone. You can follow us on social media at Haven Youth Church. We love you, fam. The best is yet to come.